Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. And Cooney is twitching. She's ready to go. She's <laughs> looking that tail go. She's like, Mom. She used to be much more patient <laughs> six, eight months ago. Now yeah. she's like, what are we doing here again? Again. You have fans, Cooney. You have fans. Her tail's beautiful. Reminds me of a cat we had when I was a child who would not let me near it. It was a Persian. And it would sit down to have its dinner and I'd be there ready to grab the tail. <laughs> I was about two at the time. Drove That's my why she didn't nuts. want you near her. <laughs> Surprise. But it was a Surprise. it was a big fluffy tail like Cooney's. Yeah. She just whacked herself in the ear with it. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) So today we are going to be chatting about the CCR that we've been reading recently, uh, just for fun. So I am always, I love doing this episode um, because sometimes the themes get hard. And so this, this has no theme, just what, what have you been reading? So um, we felt like finding this week. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to kick off. Um, with A Heart to Trust by Judith McNeese. It is book two in her series. Um, She only has the one series right now so far. And book three is um, recently out or coming very soon. Some it's, it's, it's on the horizon. So I'm excited about that one. Um, This book is Grace Morgan, who is the sister. If you remember last month, I talked about the first book in the series. Um, And there is the rich family who um, is the sort of king pin of the series. And so Grace Morgan is one of the children and she works at the family company as well. Um, but she has a fairly crippling social anxiety, uh, which, which I thought was kind of fun for a heroine, um, to have. And there's some reasons behind it. Fun. Yeah. Fun for someone, not me to have, but, um, (laughs) there, um, she has some trauma from her past, uh, some of it, um, some of it from her own bad decisions and some of it just from circumstance. So, um, so because of this, she sort of has just isolated herself and she has, um, basically an emotional support dog that it's never called that, but she, she spends a lot of time babying this dog, um, And, uh, but she has sort of a a crush on Tyler, who is a new hire at the company. Uh, But Tyler also has some secrets that he is hiding. So, um, but it's, it's really fun. It's cute how they figure out the, the, the secrets and their meet cute is very adorable involving the dog. Um, And she thinks that Tyler is sort of stalking her, but it turns out that he's renting the apartment like across the hall from her. And so, cause like, you know, they have this little altercation at the beach and she sort of storms off and she gets in the elevator and he comes in and she's like, what is this? So then she gets off and she's like, why are you following me? And he's like turning to unlock his door. And, you know, so um, that was that Remind was us what their family company is again. I have, um, I have book one on my Kindle, but it is not in this week's recent reads. Sorry. I don't I don't know. Okay. I, All right. Sorry for putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, if. If it's clearly stated, I don't remember. Okay. But I feel like it also may just be sort of vague company kind of thing. They have a a shipping department and they have an accounting department and they have all the departments that a company should have. But I'm trying to think if, if it's said, it's not such a big deal that it matters to anything. 
It's just Good a big help. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So that is my first one. And I really enjoyed it. It was a great follow on to the first one. Hi, Kuhn. And um, I'm looking forward to book three. So cool. book three I'm, is sounds good. Yeah, book I'm three is going to be to getting started. Yeah, I don't know if that's in the next couple of weeks either, but maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Valerie, what you got? Uh, my first one um, is one that I've had on my Kindle for a while. <laughs> I was flicking through it, looking for something to jump out at me, and um, this one did. And it's called "Dance Over Me" by Candy Fick. Um, and hmm. Candy and I were roommates at an ACFW conference many years ago, so I've kept a bit of an eye on her, and I was excited to see um, that she has some books out. And this uh, this is a series of, I don't know how many, five? I think five. And they all center around a dinner theater company. Ooh, fun. So, and this is in Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado. So she, um, the, um, the heroine, Danielle, Danny, um, additions for a part in this particular dinner theater because she thinks that her long lost brother lives there. Uh, her parents were killed in an accident when she was six and her brother was a baby. And because she was six, nobody listened to her. And she finally demanded her brother and they took her to the house only to find out that he had just been adopted by somebody because he is a baby. So yeah. very attractive. And so she has lost, she's been looking for her brother for 25 years, whatever, yeah. a long time. Um, and so I, so that's definitely a thread as she's hunting for her brother and that's why she's there. But meanwhile, um, there's very strong um, Christian themes in it. There's a lot about the world of dinner theater, which I've never really stopped and thought about before. So I have no idea if it's all accurate or not, but in this setting at all, it, the pieces all work together. And um, Danny falls for the son of the company owners, Alex. So that makes her a bit of a target from some of the other girls who are jealous. Um, so that's kind of a bit of a problem, actually, because I don't love mean girl stories. Yeah. And there is a mean girl. Uh, her co-star, Gloria, is just super duper spiteful. And they, they're put in the same apartment because that's where all the people live if they don't have their own place and and with a couple of other girls and so some of that kind of just over the top nasty was I felt like I could kind of do without it um and yet I see how it all fit into the story as well so it wasn't there just because hey I thought I'd write a mean girl today um but the uh, the writing the setting was really strong and really pulled me in and I enjoyed it quite a lot I have cool. to find. I have to wait and see if I liked it well enough to read book three, which is the Mean Girls story. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, so she has her own story, the girl that's really mean. She does. And next week, I'm going to talk a little bit about book two. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, looking ahead, I'm like, ooh, I'm not really sure about Gloria's story. Sure. Mm, that sounds really fun. I love going to dinner theater. So. Um, mm. So this is a lot of background yeah. stuff and how they're doing like a different play of the, for um, 
like two, three months and then it switches and the menu switches and everything switches and they're, uh, they're auditioning like after, this play is only like been running for two weeks but they're auditioning for the next one and they're starting rehearsals while they're still doing this one. And it's it's just, it's fascinating. And, yeah. and Candy's writing mm. is strong. So I, I found that I wasn't bogged down sometimes, you know, sometimes you feel like you're, there's way too much info dump or way too meandering of sentences. And you're like, I don't actually care. Tell me the story. And, and this one is well told. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Narelle only has one today. So well, I'm going to go next <laughs> <laughs> and then Valerie will go again and then we'll get to Narelle. Yes. Um, so my second one is Honor Bound by Hallie Bridgman. And I'm cheating a little tiny bit because it might qualify as romantic suspense, but honestly, I really honestly would more call it military romance. It's it's very low, like way, way low on the suspense. You never are guessing who is doing anything or what's going, like it's it's not... Like, I really, truly believe that Valerie would be able to read this at night. I really do. Well, um, we would but, see that. <laughs> apparently, I'm not always a good gauge for that. But I um, I did not find this suspenseful, but it was really fantastic military suspense. It is um, uh, Rick Norton. He is a leader of a special forces team that has been displayed deployed to stabilize a country in Africa that's having some political turmoil. And um, Cynthia Myers has uh, sort of run off to do mission work. She's an OB and she's run off to do mission work in Africa uh, in the same country. I don't think they named the country. Probably I think, it's, I think it's probably a fictional African country kind of, kind of thing. So it is a country in Africa with an unstable political situation which is legit so but it's not a specific one um but she's there uh going sort of from village to village as a midwife slash ob helping do prenatal care and checkups and deliver babies because that was what she was doing in the united states before there was a big um scandal her father is a politician and her fiance jilted her very publicly and and horribly so um she sort of run away to do this Anyway, um, she becomes part of the mission to be extracted when um, it turns out that her identity has been uh, revealed to the um, the not official government party. So, you know, the people who are trying to yeah. overthrow. Um, and so now she's got a target on her back because her father is a politician and so, um, but she doesn't want to leave. So that's kind of, she's very um, almost, well, I would say she's a, a pacifist to a very high degree. And so she really does not appreciate um, the fact that Rick, like, is violent for a living, effectively. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, right. and and more so that he really does see it and, and, and live as as though the military is his calling. Um, and I thought Hallie did just a really beautiful job of showing how those two different opinions can coexist. Um, mm. And then also just like, you know, what the the rationalization behind each one is, you know, why it's okay to be a believer and serve in the military, why it's okay to be a believer and, and not. 
um, believe that military force is an option. It's It's got some really thought-provoking undertones in addition to just a really good story. Um, I was very, very pleased with it. And I will read the other two. Um, Which is really the proof of the pudding, isn't it? Yeah. When you want, yeah. when you want to go on and read more than... Yeah. And I also appreciated these are traditionally published, but they're in Kindle Unlimited, which makes me happy. So <laughs> I've got um, this one in my TBR. Yeah. I need to it, bump it up. It's really yeah. good. It's really, really good. I was um, like, I had fairly high expectations because Hallie is a fantastic writer, but yeah. she exceeded my very high expectations. So there you go. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. What you got, Valerie? What's your next one? Uh, my second one is Forgive and Remember by Robin Merrill. Um, this was another one that could have been really suspenseful. There are, are uh, scenarios in it that, uh, that could have lent themselves to that. Um, Shelby moved to Hartport, Maine to be a kindergarten teacher at a um, Freedom Academy, a, a Christian school. But someone has it in for that Christian school and is sending threatening letters. And um, Lincoln is the hero and he has a security company and he has a daughter who is, you the trumpets, five years old. We know how <laughs> I love five-year-olds. Um, she's in kindergarten. So she's in Shelby's class. So because the school where his daughter is is being threatened and nobody seems to know what to do about it. Lincoln is like, let me take care of that. And so he, you know, puts his security details on it and stuff. And meanwhile, he's getting to know his daughter's kindergarten teacher. So, um, so that was pretty fun because I mean, he's obviously going to do anything to protect his daughter and his daughter is clinging to the teacher. So, so while there is this, situation at the school and I mean the threats are are real and you, you read the words on the on the notes and stuff it isn't overtly suspenseful it's really focused on Lincoln and Shelby and Lincoln's little girl Charlotte and um I really quite enjoyed it mm -hmm. I don't know if either of you have read anything by Robin okay. Merrill but I've read that, that one uh, and that one I I enjoyed that one quite a lot it was very very good and I agree not suspenseful um, which is not a bad thing. It didn't need to be suspenseful. It's a very good story. I enjoyed right. it. Right. I mean, the suspense was there. It was part of the, as part of the meet cute. It was yeah. part of the the foundation for the story, but it wasn't like overtly. Now we should all run and hide. Yeah, it wasn't scary because there's bullets. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. sounds but good. It's, yeah, it's fabulous. It's great. Add it to your list, Norelle, because yep. I know your list is just about out. You've got, got one, two, oh. maybe on your well, on your PBR now. Well, I thought I had two, and and I'm and the one I'm going to talk about I've only half read because I thought <laughs> I had another one, but of course I don't have another one. So the one I started reading is it. So um, with the, the one I'm going to talk about is the Brick House Cafe by Carla Loriano. So on Valentine's Day, she sent out an email to all her newsletter subscribers saying, hey, I've got a new series coming. Here's a novella. Go download it for free and read it. And so, of course, I went and downloaded it so I wouldn't forget to download it. And then I checked it when 
into my Kindle app and did all the things you're meant to do. And it did. And then I started reading it when I didn't have time to be reading. And then, of course, I had to stop reading when I didn't want to be stopping reading. So there's <laughs> a bit of a story behind all this. But anyway, it's a really fun story. We're back in Colorado near Denver in the mountains. And the cover reminds me a bit of Provenance as well. So mm-hmm. it's got, I think we're heading more sort of back into when she did the um, the supper club stories as well we're back in that setting and it's and Haven Ridge is the um the the series name and that's the place where the story is going to be and we start off with Mallory who is a travel writer and she effectively is homeless um she broke up with her boyfriend and for a whole thing that was in is it Boise, Idaho? Have I said that right? Boise, I can never. Boise. Boise. I can never get that. I can never say that correctly. Boise, it's it's just it? it's Boise. Yeah, just think yep. of the <laughs> most not French way to say something, and that's how the Americans say it most of the time. Boise. Okay. Boise. Boise. All right. So she was in Idaho originally from Washington State, and so she's effectively on the road with all her stuff, trying to um, make a living doing journalism, and so she's got this gig to do this story in a town. And she's in the mountains and I so identify with this. Her GPS just isn't working and is lagging. And you know how you're driving in the mountains and the GPS is like five minutes behind you and it's telling you to turn, but there's no turn because you've already passed the turn. And so we start with all this chaos going on, (laughs) trying to find this town. And she ends up turning and discovering the wrong town and she walks into this diner and there's this drop-dead gorgeous guy who is running running the cafe diner place and he just doesn't give her the time of day and barely looks at her and of course that just intrigues her because it's like do I really look that bad am I really worth nothing because she's had all this baggage and history from being treated badly in her past and so anyway she lands at this diner but it turns out that his grandmother is the great-granddaughter of the founder of the town. And so there's some history behind the lady who founded the town. And so that's where she's sort of heading in terms of thinking, well, maybe I can do a travel article here because, you know, now my car's broken down. I can't go anywhere. I'm stuck here. Oh, and my B&B booking in the town I was meant to be at is for next month and not this month. And yes, (laughs) it's a whole whole thing. So she ends up staying there. And as I said, I haven't finished it, but I'm really enjoying it. Now, I don't actually know if it's Christian, if it's CCR or if it's Sweet Clean. So I apologize for not being able to clarify that, but it is Carla Loriano. So it doesn't really matter in a sense from my perspective, because it'll be a great story. So I'm looking forward to finishing this one and having a look at this new series, because I do like her books that are set in Colorado. That sounds like some overlap in themes with provenance, right? Because that Mm -hmm. too is like digging back into the town's history and and Mm -hmm. what what the original settlers had envisioned for the area and, and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember seeing on her Instagram that this series was going to be sweet, not necessarily specifically Christian. So, um, so if this is the sort of prequel for that, I would assume that that, you know, it probably tends more sweet than, than super, super, uh, faith based. Um, but knowing Carla, it's, I mean, it will at least be from a Christian worldview. Um, you know, it's not going to yeah. be. It won't be there. sketchy. It's not going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hooked me in when I should not have been reading. Like I, I did not have time to read. I should not have been doing it. And I couldn't stop reading. 
I so saw. there you go. So I think you can't you can't get a much better recommendation than that no. when someone is I need to leave my phone and not look at this, but no, yeah. I need <laughs> to know fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, I have a third one and we have some time. Can Ooh, I talk look about? at you. <laughs> you're, you're like oh overly exceeding here. I today. am. I am an overachiever today, but it makes up for Norella only having one. So it worked out. I am the consistent underachiever and that is okay. I can deal with that. I apologize. (laughs) So I have Oatcakes, Tea and Me by Ruth Kaiser. And um, it's it's adorable. It is uh, older main characters or mature, mature main characters. They're probably in their 60s. They're not, you know, they're not decrepit. Um, thank, you, thank you for not thinking about <laughs> decrepit. They're not decrepit. Um, so Anne is a widow and um, she'd been raising her grandson. And I don't remember if that was explained why. Doesn't matter if it did explain it. I forgot it, but the story's, it doesn't hinge on it. Anyway, he just got married and moved away. And so now she's sort of as at loose ends in the little hometown and she has friends there and stuff, but her husband is gone. And now her grandson is moving on with his life as he should be. And she appreciates that. She's like, you know, this is what's supposed to happen, but she's also just kind of figuring out, you know, where, where does my life go from here? And, um, so her, the new granddaughter-in-law is, uh, had been born in Scotland So her grandfather is in Scotland in the little town where she was born and uh, he falls and breaks his leg. I think if I think it's his leg. Um, So they decide to go help him out um, that, you know, down the road, they're married now they're going to go help him out. And um, they say, why don't you come to and come, you know, take a vacation, come to Scotland. You would love it you know, you're lonely and you miss us kind of thing. And so she's like, you know, all right, fine. She'll go. Um, and, and then, um, and then it's one of those situations where you're like only in a book. Um, but it, it was done so well that I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. It was cute and adorable. Um, was it? Well, I don't want to ruin it. I'm not gonna ruin it. <laughs> oh come um, on. A little so, bit. You know, I will I will warn you that if you don't like those only in a book coincidence situations, this is not the book for you. But if you it to me it was well written, it was super enjoyable. I got to go to Scotland. Um, you know I, the airfare. Yeah, it was it was so and and it was well done. It wasn't um it wasn't like, oh, of course, you know, I mean, so to me, it was worth it and it was cute. And, um, and it ends up with her getting, uh, a, a, a new love later in life, um, in Scotland. So you get an accent. Like it's hard to go it. wrong with that. Mm. Right. I, I feel as an, as an mm-hmm. author that I, I can throw in one really good coincidence. Yeah this you know you kind of have to have room for one and maybe a second minor one but after that you're treading pretty careful unless the whole book is titled 
coincidences yeah. of fakes T and me. Yeah, a series of unfortunate events. Something um, like that. no. <laughs> so yeah, this the the this one is bigger than I would ever throw in. Like it's, it's pretty big. It's, you got to suspend your disbelief, but it really was so well, it was really well-written. It was really cute. So. Your husband's long lost cousin. No, no, <laughs> no. But I think oh. if they're done well, like if they're, if the characters are motivated for everything else around this particular coincidence yeah. and when it comes up, it just, it's like the missing jigsaw puzzle piece in the story. I think I think readers go with that. Yeah. Even if it would never happen in real life, yeah. I think you can. It's it's. I mean, we read fantasy and you read other genres, and that could never happen in real life. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I found a ring in a pond the other day and had to go across, you know, orc land to throw it in a volcano. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Only you. Yeah. Yeah, only me. That's why I was late today. And and what's his face? <laughs> yeah, Frodo. <laughs> um, so that's it. Do you have anyone else? No one else had another value. No, that, that was it for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I've read a little bit more than that, but that's what I made notes on and what stuck out yeah. to me. So well, you got to save them because we're going to do this again next month. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have read all new books by then, <laughs> mostly. Some. Mostly. mostly. So we would love to know what you have been reading lately. Um, drop us a note in the comments on our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page. And um, if you've read any of the ones we talked about, let yeah. us know what you thought about them. I know, um, I think it was Carol Dyer asked if I was going to talk about Heart to Trust, the second book of Judith's. So I did. Here it is. Um, and if it wasn't Carol, whoever commented asking about it, um, I meant to write that down and I didn't. So uh, if you're over on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>